Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Toast and Happy Monday. Hope everybody's having a great day thus far. Hope everybody's weekends were joyous and wenchy. How was your weekend, Jax? Joyous and wenchy, I think, are the the exact words I would use to describe them. They were joyous because there was a lot of joy, and it was wenchy because the wench collection dropped this morning. Joyous, so I was, comma, wenchy. Joy, yeah, joyous, ampersands, wenchy. Yeah. Um, the wench collection dropped this morning, which is so exciting. So my weekend was wenchy because I was living and loving life in my new merch, the Wench Miss Holiday Collection. It's available now at shoptoastmerch.com. Claudia and I got some gorgeous picks. The sets are so cozy. They're so quality. If you're looking for like a cozy set this holiday season, want to treat yourself to one, might I suggest the Wench Collection. It is like the that feel of how you want your set to feel of like the quality and, and material. It's good. Like you look like you could leave the house in them. That's important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the photo shoot, I'm wearing a size medium. Jackie's wearing a size extra large, but she said it felt too big on her. So she wished she sized down to a large. Yeah. Because my real size would have been a medium. So I only need to do one size up. Yeah. So, um, shoptoastmerch.com, the, all the sets are pre-ordered. So you'll be able to get whatever size you want, but we're not going to leave the pre-order up forever. We're going to close the shop probably tomorrow or Wednesday so that everybody can get their orders in and we could start shipping them out and producing them. So there's not a rush, but you know, be mindful of the timing. Make haste. Make haste with your merch. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to say to my husband when he's like being slow. What does instead it mean? of be- Hurry the fuck up. Love that. Make haste, my dear husband. Doesn't it sound so much better than move your ass? Slow fuck. <laughs> Love you, Zach. Make haste, my dear husband, is definitely something like people in the Victorian era said to their husbands when they were being slow back then. They just had a way with words. Like, there is always a nicer way to say something. So Actually, sometimes I really, like, I'll, I'll have something to say, and I think on it I sit on it I'm like I don't know a way to say this without sounding nasty I mean that's life no I yeah but I'm just here arguing the opposite but sometimes there are nicer more eloquent ways to say something pointed make haste my dear husband feel free to use it on yours oh I will there's definitely you know plenty of moments I could use that but I also feel like I have to say it with some sort of accent make haste my dear husband Maybe like he doesn't know what I'm saying when I say that. He doesn't want to ask me what it means. So he's not making haste. I just feel like with your tone and like the situation, the circumstances, he could deduce what you're trying to say. <laughs> I agree. There must be some deduction on his part. Deduction is being done. Deduction equals deduced. Equals haste. <laughs> How are you, my dear TL? So I hate to be like so negative and like down, but like, you know, this show is, it's hard to do the show when like there are things going on in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've been updating everyone on um, Theo's journey. He's been like having a lot of health issues. We like couldn't figure it out. We thought he had arthritis. I've been like updating everyone every time I figure something out. And this weekend, like he just kind of like took a turn. Like he wasn't going to the bathroom and he would like couldn't even walk. So last night we took him to, um, the emergency room and he they discovered that he has like a tumor they, they keep calling it a mass they don't really know what it is I have like no information I don't even know if I wanted to talk about it but like I'm just in such like a bad mood that like people would be like what the fuck is wrong with Claudia and so here's what's wrong with me we were at the emergency room till 2 a.m we still didn't really get a lot of answers he's there now he'll probably be there for the next few days but they know that he has this like tumor mass structure they don't think it's benign um it's probably been like 
pushing on his leg, which has been causing all that pain, and pushing on his colon, which is why he hasn't been able to poop since Wednesday. And the good news is that they don't think it's spread because when they did the x-rays yesterday, there was no metastasis, which is, means spreading. Um, so they're keeping him there today to biopsy the tumor, to get like really clear ultrasound pictures to make sure it hasn't spread. And like the best case scenario is that it confirmed hasn't spread and that it's the type of tumor that can just be cut out. There's a chance that like maybe it has spread, but it didn't come up in the x-ray. That's not likely, which is good. Um, but there's also a chance that it's just not the type of tumor that can be just extracted. Like the best case scenario is he just goes in for surgery and they take it out. But some tumors, like based on where they are or their size or what they're pushing up against, some tumors can't be removed. And then you have to go with like a treatment plan like chemo, which would just be like a really like long process. So I don't really, I don't know anything. So I don't even know what to share. But he's been there since last night. Spoke to them this morning. They said he's stable. Um... I just don't, I don't have a lot of information, but it's like this whole like last month where we've been just, just trying to figure out what's wrong with him. It appears that this is what it is. But when we did an x-ray three weeks ago, the mass wasn't even there. So it like grew really fast. Right. But it also means you've caught it within three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Um, so he's at, just trying to look at some bright sides, but this is serious for do. And I know it's been really hard for you guys. Yeah. Um, so he's at the Animal Medical Center. And I just like, I only heard from them once. I know they're like busy and I'm not like mad or anything, but like I would love to hear more, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll call you when they have information. Yeah, they said like this afternoon. And like, it's like okay. a legit hospital and they have all these different departments. He's in internal medicine. Like I have faith in them. I just like, first of all, it was so depressing last night. Like the animal it's hospital in the middle of the night is like one of the mm. saddest places to be on the planet. Yeah. And it felt like like our news was like the worst news in the room. You know, I was just like comparing people's reactions. <laughs> Don't lose your turdy spirit. Like no one was no one was crying except for us. Well, and they it just said lot. it's like so uncommon and it's so alarming because he's only six. Like, yeah, yeah, dogs have health issues, but like Theo's six. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's as you stated, the best case scenario, which is removable, not spreaded. Let us pray for that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I will do if it's like not that. If it's like don't, he has to have chemo, like I'll, I'll literally like I'll kill myself. Like I will. Don't think like that. That's a problem for another day. Yeah. Don't stress about things that aren't in your, on your plate yet. So my phone is on in case they call. So we'll just have to cut that. But that's fine. Of course. Like they said they would call in the morning with like a morning update. I'm on my phone all morning. I literally go to take a piss. Oh, I mean, always. And then they call. And I didn't have the right extension. So I'm like calling a million different numbers. Men wanted to kill me. At least for me, they always say they'll call in the morning whenever it's like something. And it's always during the toast. And it's an unknown number, so I don't pick it up. No, they were like, we'll call between 9 and 11. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm just like busy during those times. But like, it's fine. No, keep your phone on. That's totally fine. We're due strong. I'm looking at my due pillow. No, like he ha absolutely has to be okay. Like the other like good news is that because they did all these tests, they did blood work, they did full body x-rays. And it's not like this is a sick dog. His heart is really strong. His liver is really strong. His kidneys look good. His blood work came back mostly good. Like this isn't, you know, a dog that's very ill. Yeah. So, and also now you know what's really ailing him. Like misdiagnoses are so frustrating. So frustrating. This whole you time we've been like him treating medicine. him for arthritis. They don't even think it's arthritis. He's just in a lot of pain. This tumor is like blocking his ability to walk. Right. So at least now he will get the answers that he needs. He'll get the medicine that he needs. 
And that is good. Yeah. No, they put him on pain meds like when we when they started the x-rays because he had to lay on his back. And honestly, it was like so sad. His like tongue was hanging out of his mouth. He, there was no life behind those eyes. But I'm like, this is probably the first time he hasn't been in an extraordinary pain in like a month. Yeah. And like he didn't even complain to his mommy, you know? Because he's so strong. You know, he's so strong and he needs to stop. I know. Like if we you knew- have to be strong for him now. I know. It's just like the waiting... Yeah, well, that's why the toast distracts. That's what we yeah, do. No, and I'm, I'm actually glad like to get out of the house and... Yeah, to get your mind off it yeah. for a few. We have, yeah. a, some, we have some good stories today. I'm not, I'm, I feel good about them. Okay. And other than this late night, Sunday night bad news, how was your weekend? It was good. I don't even really remember like what happened before that, but it was just like a nice weekend at home. I read, I'm reading Iron Flame. It's very long. I've been reading for like a month. It's, you know, I'm at 30%. Okay, I'm at 16% and I read a little every night. And I can tell you- Emphasis on a little. I can tell you like I'm up to 30%. Like nothing has happened since I was at 16. Great. I just like get too tired, but I also like don't start reading till 1030. So no wonder I'm tired. I've also heard that like the book is confusing in terms of like the world building and like the rules and the magic and the wards and the venom. Oh, I thought we were done with that. No, me too. I thought I was like, oh, I understand Basquiat now. Like now I can dive into the second book, like totally understanding this world that we've been building thus far. Also, has anyone pointed out that Navarre are like where they live is also the cheerleading troupe? Nobody has, but I've obviously thought of that as well. I'm like, why do I know Navarre? Yeah, that's interesting. I saw a hilarious TikTok in the Redheads chat. We all chat. About the parapet? No, I don't know why that didn't make me laugh so much. It was someone like roasting the writer for like the writing of this book. She like did one sentence and yeah, it's not grammatically correct. I am rereading, that's for sure, lots of passages. Oh, but also I did a little bit more research on them adapting it into, it is a movie, but it's Amazon Studios, so I thought it would yeah. be like a TV show. And I think it's Michael B. Jordan's production company, so now a lot of people are saying Michael B. Jordan could be Xander. Zayden. Oh, sorry. He's just a little old. I know, that's the only thing. He is like aged out a bit. Yeah. But, but he does I, have like what they say Zayden is, like super hot does that mean that michael b jordan read fourth wing that's a good question you know because i was just watching an interview with brie larson about lessons in chemistry and she said they that she had like the role and she optioned the book before it even came out so like sometimes you're with it from the very beginning and sometimes you just like uh, i feel like you take advantage of, of a moment like an, a moment and the momentum so she read the book before it came out and then wanted to be in the movie. Like she was on the project before the book even came out. So how do you even know a book's going to be popular? Well, you know it's going to be chosen for Reese yeah. or Oprah or Jenna, and like it is a machine. When you hear, when you learn about the publishing industry, it's like very. No, I have. I forget who I was t- saying this to. Under lock and key, like they've got it on lock. I said this on the toast, but then I had like, oh no, I said it on the toast. Goodreads is an industry plant, like. Oh, they're a part. I, they're a part of this. They're a part of this. You conspiracy think conspiracy for sure. I just feel like they're not holding. They're not doing a good job as an industry plant because they don't actually give good suggestions. No, that's what I'm saying. They prop up books by certain authors, by certain publishing houses that are going to be made into movies. Like you can, if you have Goodreads on your side, like your book sucks. It doesn't even matter. Like your book will be a success. I guess. Yes, we've had this conversation, but I just feel like they know I like historical fiction. And they're always recommending like To Kill a Mockingbird. No, totally. Who does that serve? Like, who's making money on To Kill a Mockingbird today? 
Chaim. Chaim? Isn't that the guy who wrote... Who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? I don't know. And I just want you guys to know, I, I don't... I don't. I haven't read To Kill a Mockingbird. Like, I probably was supposed to who at one it? point. One more time? Harper. Harper Lee. Oh. Okay, I'm thinking of Chaim Potek, who wrote... Um, that book Ben likes. I'll Google it. I'm potent. Oh my God, I have a voicemail. How the fuck did I miss that? Oh my God, maybe your phone thought it was spam. The Chosen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was someone else. Okay, thank God. Ooh, turdy. No, my phone didn't even fucking ring. You, it's on Ringer. No, it's on Vibrate. Put it on Ringer. Put it on, no, yeah, just hopefully you don't get a If I get a text, I don't want to, it's fine. I'm fine. Okay. They probably shouldn't, they like, God, God willing, they should call. They're not going to call till like much later today. Yeah. It's like a watched phone never rings. No, of course not. But you got to take a piss. Oh, it's ringing off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what were we talking about? Books? Iron Flame. Iron Flame. Yeah. So we're both not really making progress, but I will finish it before I start the next Redheads book, which is The Woman and Me by Britney Spears. Read along with us this month. My, I will finish it before I start my book club book, which is Matthew Perry's book. Um, so we're both in like our celebrity memoir era. And with Thanksgiving this weekend, I'm probably going to have a lot of time to read. So I feel confident that I'll finish both books by the end of the week. And then speaking of, today and tomorrow are our only shows. So if you're looking for us, we are here Monday, Tuesday of this week, Wednesday through Friday. We are off for Thanksgiving. But of course, there will be podcast episodes dropping on our Patreon. We have three episodes left, three days this week without toast. You got it. You'll get it. So if you're desperado... Patreon.com slash the toast. One plus one equals toast. Patreon. Patreon.com slash the toast. Couldn't have said it better myself. Speaking of this week, it's Thanksgiving, which is really exciting. One of the better holidays. Agreed. How are you feeling about Thanksgiving? Right now, I'm feeling like I'm hoping by Thursday, like I have something to be thankful for, you know? Yeah. Oh, please. Turdy Lou. No, I just mean when it comes to Theo. I know I'm like so grateful. I have an amazing life. That's not what I was saying. Please like don't come for my neck right now. Um, I, it's just hard to focus on really anything. I understand. But I well, do love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I've got to start plotting my menu, printing out my recipes, doing my shop. Very, very excited. I've got some new tableware coming. Ooh. Shopping for table tings, tabletop plates, chargers. Not charging on my iPad. Chargers. There's just, I want it all, Turdy. That's how, I that's want it I, all. That's what I was saying last week about that new Crate and Barrel store in the city. Oh my like, God, there's this collection of like plates from uh, Williams Sonoma. And I just, I want them all. I want every plate. I want every bowl, every salad plate, everything. Like, what do I do? And the thing is, it's not even the sort of thing where I could just buy a cup. Maybe I could buy like four big dinner plates and have my pasta on them at night. But I need the whole thing. Like, yeah, of course, it's I a do? collection for a reason. I want to write into Dear Toasters. What do I do? I need the whole thing, but I don't need it. I know. I wish I was, like, getting married and I could register for it. Oh, I definitely, like, would redo my registry. But that's just, like, that's life, you know? Yeah. No, there are so many things that I didn't have on my registry that I should have, that I had, that I didn't need. But overall, in terms of, like, the plates that I registered for in my china, like, I did good. Yeah, no, same, but like I'm not I would do it different differently now. I would just add more on this collection from William Sonoma. Yeah. Maybe William Sonoma wants to be a sponsor. Perhaps. That would solve my problem. It would. That's what I we would tell the Dear Toaster, start a podcast, rave about <laughs> William Sonoma, and pray that they reach out. Yeah. I just need like a little credit. Actually a big credit, but yeah. Um 
no shopping for homeware like really is so fun and then you like get back to your house and it's like kind of depressing because you're like I could never like pull all this off no what it's like no I could pull it off but then it would be sitting next to like my ugly other stuff no and then there's like life you know you have to like keep all like the actual crap you use every day that's like yeah. crap crap next to your gorgeous new china like no one's house is really like that you know and that makes you feel better like all the shit you see on tv and instagram like gorgeous homes like no those are sets like people have real lives they have kids they have dogs like their houses need to look a certain like way no like if you have a baby like where's your drying rack that fucking drying rack is so ugly what drying rack so like you have it's like a little rack you can there's a million kinds but like where the bottles like finish drying right 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 no like where, where like where the is the pasties hang where is the rack plus the sterilizer which not everybody needs you could do it in the dishwasher or on the stove but it's just like where are your things my friend no that's the thing like remember when like keep in mind when you're like scrolling instagram or looking at inspo like those people's things aren't there they're behind the camera yeah chachki nation yeah. You know what I got, by the way? What? I got your veggie chopper. And? Well, no, I just ordered it last night because I, I want it for Thanksgiving meal prep. You need it. Like, it'll, we made a chili on Friday and it'll, like, it made, it cut down the prep time more than half. If you made a chili and didn't post about it, did you even make a chili? Well, mark. I did make a chili and I did post about it. But I posted about it on TikTok because the last time me and Ben made a chili, people like were giving us so much crap about putting Rayo's homemade tomato sauce in our chili. They're like, that's a meat sauce. And, you know, Rayo saw that and your girl got a sponsorship. So we posted. Oh, my the God. Yeah. We posted the chili on our sponsored video on TikTok. Feel free to check it out. Addressing the controversy. Oh, my gosh. William Sonoma, William Sonoma, William Sonoma. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. Yeah. William Sonoma. William and Sonoma? Pottery Barn? Crate and Barrel. <laughs> outer outdoor furniture. What the hell is that? These outdoor furniture that I need. I think I'm going to get on Black Friday. I've been like, wait, I've really been oh, plotting let's my talk outdoor about Black furniture. Friday. I've been trying to make a Black Friday plan because it always catches me unawares. And I decided for this Black Friday, I'm going to get my outdoor furniture because. Furniture is so expensive. And I'm going to uh, shop the sales. That's smart. I The only thing I like kind of need right now, I'm so annoyed. I didn't even realize it when I went to Athens. I left my Kindle Oasis on the plane. So that's been really tough for me. I have another Kindle, but it's huge. We got it as a gift. Remember those bedazzled oh, ones? I'm sorry. I thought that's what you were talking about. No, no, no. That's my Kindle that doesn't leave the house. It's huge. I couldn't travel with that. The Oasis is so light. I love it. It has that grip on the back. It's perfect for yeah. travel. I lost it. I'm so Damn. upset. And okay, I'm just happy for the person who's going to pick it up and find a whole ass library. like A whole ass library of dirty books. No, I'm like smut and some Holocaust books in there as well dirties dirty books so i just amazon do black friday like i know they have their prime day they have their prime but i feel like a i Kindle, feel like they definitely they definitely get in on black friday sales they're not gonna let that pass them by so i was gonna order it i'm like let me just wait see if it goes on sale that was okay. so annoying that is annoying but i thought you lost your your custom scribe no 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 that one doesn't leave the house it's so big yeah 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 okay an oasis Sad, yet replaceable. Sad, unfortunately, but yes, yes, replaceable. And that Kindle and I have been through a lot. Like the day I got it, I was so excited. I bought it on Prime Day. It was like an amazing sale. That day, Ben put it through the wash. And you know what? It survived. Oh, that's cool. I think Zach put my AirPods through the wash the other day and they survived. They're survivors. 
Ain't that the truth? So what else are you going to get for Black Friday? The thing is, like, I, I've, I need so much furniture for my new place, but I'm not like settled yet on like the what you're going to get, what I'm going to get. But hopefully, in the next couple of days, I can like settle it so I can take advantage. I also need some outdoor furniture. Yeah. So outer, outdoor furniture, manifesting. But, you know, it needs to be manifested by Friday because I'm going to, like, I've decided. pull the trigger. So many times we're, like, playing in the backyard. I don't have a seat. Out. I don't have a chair, not a. A lounge, a chaise. A stool. So I want to get one of their couches. They were on Shark Tank. Oh. Yeah. It's What's very- the best Shark Tank purchase you've ever made? Well, there, it's twofold because it's like, did I buy it because it was on Shark Tank or I bought it and it happened to have been on Shark Tank at one point. That's you bought it t- because it was on Shark Tank. Mm. Oh, I haven't bought like that many things straight away from the episode. The last thing I bought, I think, were those kudos diapers. And? Good. But then, um, you know, my life got upside down. We moved to New York. I've left the kudos right. and my subscription at home. And by the time we got back, all the ones that were delivered, Harry was no longer the size. Right. I have bought... You're right. There's a lot of products I have that just happen to be on Shark Tank. Like, of course, like a Scrub Daddy, Cole 87 Pizza. That's the best. I don't know. I, I have watched an episode in Purchase. Like, I purchased this thing for my posture. Okay. It's like this harness. It sucked. Um, I've purchased... Not that, that much. That would be better for this conversation. He yeah. doesn't miss an episode. Olivia, too, is obsessed with Shark Tank. Yes, she is. She is. They should do an episode about Shark Tank. They should. Beyond the tank. Beyond the toast. Yeah. That's the best part of the Shark Tank episodes, Beyond the Tank. Like seeing like the actual long-term success. success. Yeah. Cool. All right. Enough about Shark Tank. Without further ado. Enough about a show that isn't ours. Oh, totally. But the sharks have contributed to this show by all coming on. Yeah, Kevin has come on. Barbara's come on. I think that's it. Damon. Oh, Damon. Yes. Um. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Lori, Robert, Mark. It's good to have goals. I'm surprised we haven't had Lori. She's so toasty. Yeah, and w- of course, like whenever you're watching epi- an episode, a part of the human experience is to turn the- to the person you're watching it with and be like, "If you were on Shark Tank, who would you want?" And honestly, like ideally, I would pick like a team of two. But if I had to really just choose one, depending on what it is, but I think I would choose Lori. Oh, I mean, because for our tings, it would probably be Lori. But if you were like, you know, the average person, man or woman. The dream is to have Mark and Lori, because I feel like they're both the most successful and they both cover different things. Like Lori's very like female focused with like products for the home but she also has this massive network she's huge in retail she's huge for like b2c you know yeah but what about mark, kevin but mark I, the thing is i don't think i would ever come to a good deal with kevin like he's a, a a tiger a shark and you know i think the other two are a little bit more accommodating yeah i used to feel that way about mr wonderful but now i'm like yeah you gotta be business this is, is business. Cutthroat. yeah this isn't the playground. Yeah. So now without further ado about a show that is ours, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. And the Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by the farmer's dog. <laughs> I'm okay. Okay. 
The results of switching your dog's food from kibble to fresh can seem like magic. When a senior dog starts acting like a puppy again and the pickiest of eaters can't wait for dinner time, you might think that some spells were cast, but the farmer's dog doesn't use any sorcery or secret ingredients to make their fresh food just science. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, it's nutritionally balanced, and it's made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. It's the best options for do- option for dogs at all life stages because it's not kibble and it's not canned goo. It's just real healthy food. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are highly processed. They can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they are extremely difficult to portion accurately. The farmer's dog isn't just fresh, higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it easy to help your dog maintain their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Dogs at all health, dogs at healthy weight can live up to two and a half years longer than overweight dogs. Um, a fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat to skin, better breath, even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. So whether your dog is struggling with bowel movements, with breath, with energy, there's really never a bad time to switch to fresh, healthy dog food from the farmer's dog. So it doesn't matter if your dog is old or young, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. That means more magical moments with your dog, but no actual magic is required. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus you get free shipping when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50% off your first box and free shipping. Thank you, La. You're welcome, Fa. Our first story, Taylor Swift took the Eras tour to Brazil this weekend and with some tragic um, effects. So Taylor Swift's fans begged for water during the Brazil concert where extreme temperatures caused one Swifty's death. During Taylor's first night in Rio de Janeiro, a sea of fans were subjected to dangerous conditions which led to one concert goer's death. After standing in line for hours to get inside the stadium and claim a good spot in the general admissions area, Ana Clara Benavides fainted and had to be resuscitated at the stadium for about 40 minutes. According to a Brazilian newspaper, she suffered a second cardiac arrest on the way to the hospital, dying shortly after her her arrival. Following news of her death, other fans who were present for the concert gave insight into the terrible conditions via social media. In videos posted to X, um, a sweat drenched Taylor could be seen pausing her set to urge staff members to administer water bottles to concert goers who were chanting for it in the middle of all too well she grabs water from someone off stage and throws it into the crowd there's video of her like like red-faced breathing very heavily in between um lyrics it was just kind of a disaster um she put out a statement about the Swifty who passed away saying I can't believe I'm writing these words but it is with a shattered heart that I say we lost a fan earlier tonight before my show. I can't even tell you how devastated I am by this. There's very little information I have other than the fact that she was so incredibly beautiful and far too young. I'm not going to be able to speak about this from stage because I feel overwhelmed by grief when I even try to talk about it. I want to say now I feel like this loss, I feel this loss deeply and my broken heart goes out to her family and friends. This is the last thing I ever thought would happen when we decided to bring this tour to Brazil. Then on her last night in Brazil, she first surprise song, she sang bigger than the whole sky which was clearly it's a song about grief it's a song about death like yeah it's clearly dedicated to anna um so this whole rio concert was kind of like a shit show so apparently they're experiencing a heat wave in rio it's like 107 degrees but inside the stadium they closed the vents at the top of the stadium so it was more like 130 degrees inside the stadium so it really was like people aren't being dramatic like it was yeah ungodly. yeah um 
Taylor didn't look okay. Nobody in the stadium was okay. And then Rio, like outside the stadium, has like an, an enormous crime issue. So people were being like held up at gunpoint, like being robbed in these big uh, crowds. So it was just kind of a mess top to bottom. Um, she postponed the second show. It was supposed to be the night after this event. Um, the heat wave was still in full effect. I think she postponed it like two, three days. And then it was last night. Um, and it appeared to be better. They opened the vents. Water was more accessible. Um, I'm sure Taylor is devastated. And I'm sure she's back home already. I'm sure she wanted to get out. Yeah. Um, just like chaos. Yeah. So, so horrible. Like when you. So sad. Our young person going to an entertainment event like it's just the last thing that you expect to happen yeah. and from I saw some things about like this stadium in per, like it was so mismanaged by the stadium like yeah the like vents, they said Taylor should have never performed at this particular stadium it's like known to be very janky and there's other facilities in the country that would would facilitate it better right and when there's a heat wave like why do you close the vents you don't No, that's insane yeah and is there general admission in, was there general admission in the U.S.? No. So this is something that's happening in some of the stadiums that are um, international. I don't know if it's like, the, it's a stadium thing or it's a Taylor thing, but I think it just has to do with the particular stadiums. GA in a stadium, it, it, that's, I don't agree. I don't think that's like the best. And in a heat wave, it's just a, a recipe for what was a disaster. Yeah, because. And also I'm thinking like if some people could barely like stand to, Watch how is Taylor up there right. in this heat under doing lights. a three-hour show? Yeah, no, like it's dangerous for everyone. Yeah, and I feel like our girl is like people commend her for her work ethic so much. Like through the rain, like there's nothing she won't perform through, and I feel like she shouldn't have done this show. How is she? But it's kind know? of no, but it's also just like it's such a double-edged sword. Like if she cancels when like. She has canceled like a few shows. Like she just did it in Argentina. Like there's lightning. She does it for the safety of everyone. And she gets so much shit when she does. And you know, it's understandable. Like people travel, they paid money. But like at the end of the day, safety trumps everything. Yeah. So like it's like a lose-lose situation for her because when she cancels, she gets so much backlash. Really? Yeah. Like the Swifty community is like so mad always. Well, maybe after seeing this, they'll understand the next cancellation a little better. Right, right. That's just, that's just what happens when you do stadiums. Like, you are subjected to the elements. Yes. Yeah. And so you have to monitor it. And so her postponing the second show was obviously necessary. Yeah. And that video of her, like, struggling to breathe, I can only imagine what people down in the, in the crowds were, were feeling. Yeah. And she's wearing, like, so many layers of, like, tights and boots and sparkles. And she's working so hard. Yeah. No. Horrible. Yeah. Very, very sad. Um, our next story is some better Taylor news. Okay. Because Travis Kelsey is doing a, did a wide-ranging interview with WSJ Magazine. Mm. Have you seen it? And he's talking all about how him and Taylor got together. Oh, my God. No, I haven't seen this. I think it came out this morning. So in a new wide-ranging interview for the cover of WSJ Magazine's December-January issue, Travis is explaining just how his relationship with Taylor began. He said, I don't know if I want to get into all of it, he said during the discussion before ultimately reflecting on his unsuccessful first attempt to meet the musician at her Eras tour show in July. He previously shared that during an episode of New Heights. Now there's some more details. Quote, there were definitely people she knew that knew who I was in her corner who said, yo, did you know he was coming? I had someone playing Cupid, he told the outlet, adding that he eventually found that out from Taylor when she contacted him directly. 
Oh, she contacted him directly. He said, quote, she told me exactly what was going on and how I got lucky enough to reach out to her. He told WSJ Magazine a few members of the Swift family even assisted in helping get her attention. Quote, she'll probably hate me for saying this, but when she came to Arrowhead, they gave her the big locker room as a dressing room and her little cousins were taking pictures in front of my locker. No, I'm broken. (laughs) As for their first time meeting, he got candid and said, quote, when I met her in New York, we had already kind of been talking, so I knew we could have a nice dinner and like a conversation and what goes from there will go from there. This is just like so crazy how much we know. Yeah, wait, he also said, sorry, that... um. He's never dated anyone like Taylor before with that kind of aura about them. He's never dealt with it, like the attention and everything. But at the same time, I'm not running away from any of it. The scrutiny she gets, how much she has a magnifying glass on her every single day, paparazzi outside her house, outside every restaurant she goes to after every flight she gets off, and she's just living, enjoying life. When she acts like that, I better not be the one acting all strange. No, it's so true. There are very few people who are like built for that life, but literally Travis Kelsey is one of them. Like, I feel like nothing bothers him everything just like rolls off his back I don't think he gets bogged down by like what Twitter says about him I think it's of course for me everything comes back to the song peace that's literally about this type of life Taylor has and how it's really not for everyone would it be enough if I could never give you peace whoever's going to be with Taylor like they will never have peace like you can't even go on vacation without being tortured right so might as well be someone who would have that regardless of Taylor or no Taylor Well, no, he wouldn't. But it might as well be someone who can have fun with it, who doesn't take it so seriously. And I think that the fact that she wrote Peace while she was with Joe was a reflection of the fact that, like, it wasn't enough for him. And she probably knew that deep down. Right. But, like, it helps that, you know, Travis Kelsey, when he walks through a restaurant, like, people are gawking and taking pictures. on For sure. But not on the level. She's not talking about just fame. She's talking about, like, something else. But, like, Joe had to get used to, you know, not being able to walk through a restaurant incognito anymore. No, but also, like, Joe had to get used to the fact that, like, he was known and he's accomplished for sure. He's known as Taylor Swift's boyfriend. A lot of us only know who he is, know his name and, you know, what he looks like. Because he's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Whereas like Travis Kelsey, you're right, on his own, like has that sort of, he gets that reception. Now it's on a completely new level. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't I feel think like- Travis, even just his size, like he never walks anonymously anywhere. And I do feel like, not to, you know, always bring it back to this, but I feel like she's kind of like been healed. Like I feel like for so long she wouldn't, she, there are very few songs she's never played. And she's never played peace. And I feel like we all just kind of understood that like she never would because it's so personal and it's so real. And it ended up being true. The, the, the line of the song is, would it be enough if I could never give you peace? And it turned out that it wasn't enough. Well, do you Her know and who Joe broke, broke up? up. Do we know who broke up with who? No, but I That's have to album. imagine, I have to imagine, you know, this whole conversation was a part of it, you know? Yes. Wait, there were two more things that I wanted to share from the article. He also called her. No, sorry. What I was going to say was like, I now feel like her singing piece like is a possibility because it's like she's been healed, you know? Yeah. I just don't know what in the acoustic set, how you play piece like alone on a guitar or alone on piano. If you listen to the track, it's like a very kind of futuristic, weird like track. Taylor would figure it out. Come, like, just know if I hear a coming of age is coming on on someone's fucking live stream, like, I will die. I will die. 
Kelsey also called Swift both hilarious and a genius and revealed that he and she share a similar outlook on family and work. He said, everybody knows I'm a family guy. Her team is her family. Her family does a lot of stuff in terms of the tour, the marketing, being around. So I think she has a lot of those values as well, which is right up my alley. That to me is like a very important factor in this relationship because I think that like he wants a family of his own. Yeah. And I think that, you know, everything that they're doing, they are on the path to marriage. 100%. And children. Nope, 100%. They'll be the tallest kids on the planet. Does Taylor want children? I think so. Okay. I don't know if she's ever outright said it, but she's like such a romantic. Through all of her music, everyone knows what she like thinks and feels. No, that's true. I mean, I guess if you, if you listen to her music, she really like is very traditional, you know? Yeah. She's always been like a hopeless romantic. I'm sure a family is something that she wants. And a lot of people speculate that Bigger Than the Whole Sky is actually a song about a miscarriage. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to imagine that, that that's something that she wants. Yeah. Especially because she loves her mom and her siblings. Like family's so important to her. And also sometimes it takes being with the right person to want those things. Yeah. Um, And just like the fact that he sits down in all these interviews and he talks about Taylor, but he also talks about other stuff. Like knowing that I have to imagine that all of everything he's saying is like sanctioned by Taylor. Like she's okay with him sharing. Um, That's just so different from anything we've experienced. Yes. But I also feel like it's not like he runs by her, what he's going to say. So I feel like she reads something like this and it's like, he likes me. He really Uh, likes it. Like, you know, she's seeing, she obviously knows. I'm sure he tells her these things, but like to have someone gush about you publicly, it's like, they also are still human beings. If you saw a guy that you like, like talking about you positively like this, like I'm sure it makes her day. Especially when you just got out of a six year relationship that was so private because the person you were with wanted that privacy. Like Joe was not wanting to do red carpets. I think he was like nervous about his career being Taylor Swift's boyfriend and he became that anyway. So he might as well have just milked it. Yeah. But like Travis is very confident and he's very proud. And I think he's very confident. Like, must make her happy even if she knows he's doing the interview and she knows what things he's allowed to say like that's really like you know nice to see the guy that you like gushing about you and speaking like so flatteringly of you no and honestly I'm sure this has been like a very challenging week for Taylor and like you were saying these are two people who have just been having a lot of fun and it's all been very positive they really haven't been through tough times but part of being in a relationship is you know having a life partner when life gets hard and this has probably been a really hard week for Taylor yeah and I think that their relationship will probably grow immensely during this time yeah you need to lean on someone when you're grieving yeah I Travis will be there for her and tonight is the big Eagles-Chiefs game. A lot of people think that, like, that's going to be the matchup in the Super Bowl. Taylor was supposed to be at this game. Apparently, there were reports that Andrea Swift was coming. She was going to meet Donna Kelsey. I'm sure that's all changed now because the shows were postponed. She might still be in Rio. I doubt she is. But um, I- I'm sure she doesn't want to be seen publicly for, like, a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the NFL is upset about about that for them. Because the they literally But the ratings did of- will be huge anyway. No, but they literally did all of this, like, because they're being thirsty and the Kelsey, but like, yep. The whole thing is just a little thirsty because they're both in, they wouldn't be playing each other in their conferences until the Super Bowl. But apparently they is like, that just, true? yeah, they're cause they're in different conferences. This game was like made up. The NFL like kind of puts on random games, like a scrimmage, I guess. And that's what this is. It's just like a showcase. So it doesn't count towards like... No, because they're in different conferences. That's why they only played each other in the Super Bowl. Are you sure? Positive. Well, as positive as I could be. Who can... I'm just going to ask Taylor... Call Taylor, Ben. No, I'm going to ask Taylor Donahue. Ben is like not... 
Say, is this Eagles-Chiefs game like a fake game? Is this Eagles-Chiefs game tonight a part of the regular schedule, question mark? Like, does it count towards their... Season? Season, question mark? Would these two teams be playing each other any year, question mark? Or is the NFL just putting it on for fun, basically? Or is the NFL just putting it on for fun, basically? I'm protecting my family and my interests. It's literally that scene in Kardashians where she's like fighting with Kanye and Chloe, Courtney's, t- uh, Chloe's telling her what to say. And she's like, me and my family. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, a, uh, like I'm in your ear here on a date and like I'm telling you what to say. Literally. Let me know oh, what she says, but. She said, LOL. Like, uh, hello, answer me. It's a regular season game. She's typing. Okay, so I'm, Even I'm, though one is in NFC and one is in AFC, right? Okay, so it counts. Do they towards, normally not play each other? Why are they playing each other? Why now? Because NFL is thirsty. That's no, why. but I feel like you like they would never play each other ever no, during the season. No, NFC, AFC. She needs to type faster. I feel like okay. you need to just call someone. Yeah. If her next answer, like, doesn't please me, I'll call her. Okay. Hopefully she pleases you. I'm so hungry. What are you going to have for lunch? Just because, like, I'm, I'm going through something hard. Like, I think I deserve, like, a big fat lunch. I think you deserve a comfort meal, you could say. Yeah. To be so, comforted. So the options are endless. Pizza? Mmm. Pasta? Mmm. <laughs> what should I have for lunch? Because she's typing a lot. I'm telling you, it's complicated. It's not straightforward. I feel like it is. No, it's not. It's thirst. It's thirst disguised as something productive for the season. Okay, I guess we can move on. And when she answers, I'll let you know. Okay. Anyways, yes, they have their big game. I know, like, you know, Kelsey Bowl plus the Swift of it all. The parents were supposed to meet. Um, Now it's just about Kelsey Bowl, which is also exciting. An NFC will typically play most games against other NFC teams, but teams will always play three or four games outside of their division just to keep it interesting. And who decides who plays who for that and why? No, you're right. Okay, so like it's it's not like it wasn't like legally allowed to happen, but they pushed, you know. Yeah, they're making shit up. They're making shit up. Wait, also totally separately. um, I don't know if you've like noticed anything different about me. I know your grayish grandma nails are out the door and you have this maroon. I got red nails. You don't understand every manicure for the history of my life. Like I always get, Jackie like hates it. She always makes fun of me. It's like beige or nude. It's like skin tone. I don't like to like draw (coughs) a lot of attention to my hands because I don't like my hands. They're like wrinkly and fat. But yesterday it was just like such a beautiful fall day. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to fuck shit up and like do maroon, like burgundy. So I thought about it for a while I did the decision. I have burgundy nails. I feel like it makes my hands look so pale. Yeah, but it looks nice. I think it does too. I'm like kind of like obsessed with it. This is Oxblood from the brand Sandy Shellac. It looks nice. Every time I do, like I have that feeling every fall too and I get like a red nail and I regret it. Well, when when it was getting done. And it literally done, happens every year. And then I see on my time hop, like, oh, this week last year, I also, like, decided to get red. And I'm like, do I ever change? Or am I just the same? You know what I mean? Like, It's human nature. Like, it's like when you wear the same outfit 
today as you did yes. on time hop a year ago and by like full outfit not just like a sweatshirt like you had the, no, the exact shirt, the same shoes, idea the belt. on the exact same day like art while i was getting the manicure done i was leading a life of regret because red nail polish just like stains your skin so like when she would get a little polish on my skin which is normal and you normally would take acetone like it leaves like a red mark yeah so i did leave with like bloody hands but then I took a bath and it all went away. And now I'm just looking at it. I'm like, I don't know who this girl is. Like, I look down at my hands and it's giving Freaky Friday, you know? Yeah. It's like you changed with Snitch. I just, like, I like it. I think I do. Uh, because you like it? Yeah. Cool. No, I kind of love it. Are you ready for our next story? Oh, yeah. We're done talking about my nails. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like we're moving slowly. Oh, yeah. What story are we at? Three. Okay, okay. This is exciting news. Suki Waterhouse announces she's pregnant and is expecting her first baby with Robert Pattinson. So it's exciting, but it's re- like nobody talks about how hard it is to see other people living your dream. Like <coughs> I am happy for them, of course. Which part is your dream? Having Robert Pattinson's baby? Yeah. 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 And just like Robert Pattinson loving you and wanting to impregnate you, you know? Yeah, no, I'm sure that's hard for you. She's also a singer, so, like, she really is living your dream. Who knew she was no. a singer? I did. She had such a viral song on TikTok. You think we're the same. The skyline falls as I try to make sense of it all. It went so viral, and then, like, I saw a video of her performing it, and I was like, what? This is her? Well, it's her. She's pregnant with Edward's baby. And they're going to name it Renesme. <laughs> uh, she revealed that at a concert in Mexico City on Sunday. She said, I decided to wear something particularly sparkly today because I thought it might distract you from something else that's going on while gesturing to her stomach. She said, I'm not sure if it's working. I love these two. Like, I think they're the greatest couple of all time. Like, they're so good looking. They're so in love. They've been together forever. They went to the Eras tour. Like, sh- there's just, there's so much here. They also look alike. If you swap yes. their hairs, they look the same. So their baby is going to look just like them. It's giving Renesmee. Like. It's seriously giving Renesmee. No, I love them as well. I'm really happy for them. And I'm happy for Robert Pattinson. Like he just. No, and honestly, like if it couldn't be me, I'm happy it was her. Yeah. Yeah. Also, her sister is in the show I'm watching, Buccaneers. It's filled with Nepo babies, this show. I didn't even know she had a sister who was like in the industry. Yeah. Now that What's I, her name? Her name's Imogen Waterhouse. They've got cool names. Yeah, they do. Imogen And you know who Waterhouse. else is in the show? Who? No, you don't know. Oh my God. Imogen Waterhouse is literally gorgeous. Yeah. I could die. That's her role. She's like the gorgeous debutante. Okay. And who else? Kate Winslet's daughter. What's her name? I don't know. Any, like, I don't remember. But um, now that I heard she was Kate Winslet's daughter, yeah. She Mia Threppleton. She does look like Kate Winslet. She does. Actually, she... Re- Wait, does she also have, like, a freckle above her lip? Oh, yes. my God, she does. Yes. That's crazy, no? Yeah. Do you think that, like, it's real? Yeah, no, I just zoomed in on a picture. Like, it's a full-blown... Like, yeah, no, and it's in the show, too. But, like, what are the odds? no. That's literally crazy. Hmm. Does that mean my baby will come out with a big old mole on his face? <laughs> You'll have God. Dr. Easy right there. God, I hope not. Um, so happy for the happy couple. We'll keep you abreast. This is like, we don't so always happy. report like pregnancy news, but this is just, this just means these two are bound for, for a while. 
you know, and these are just like two people who are such artists and so like not traditional. So for them to just like be settling down and having a baby, like I'm obsessed. Yeah, me too. Our next story. Are you ready for it? Mm hmm. Kim Kardashian is delving further into the acting world. She'll be producing and starring in a comedy called The Fifth Wheel after her role on American Horror Story. Right. So Kim will produce and star in an upcoming female-driven comedy titled The Fifth Wheel, which is being scripted by Paula Pell and Janine Brito, Deadline reported on Sunday. She has been hands-on in the pitching for the film and even has attended each meeting to deliver her pitch. She has, you know, multiple accolades to her name, but appears she has swayed Hollywood as multiple studios are lining up to get in business with her, according to the site. Well, the reception from American Horror Story has been really great for Kim. People were really shook at how, like, seriously she took the acting and, and how convincing she was. Like, they said she was good. Uh, this article says she's received both praise and criticism. I think there were also people... Well, that's just because always, she's Kim. And there's always going to be haters. No, but, like, I saw... I watched, like, a whole episode on TikTok in, like, in 10 different clips, you know? And she really was, like, giving actress. I mean, her role was literally Kris Jenner, so I feel like she'd been mentored her whole life for this role. But I think she impressed a lot of people. I think the show probably did really well because people tuned in like just out of sheer curiosity, like to see Kim being so serious. But comedy is hard. Like I would say that comedy is probably the hardest thing to act if you're not like a naturally funny person. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see this. But she's producing and starring. I don't know about starring. She's producing and, uh, and star. Yeah, sorry, star. But what does that mean? Like, is she the star or she's in it? I don't know, but it's, it's like to be funny is is very hard. Yeah, I just like she's so much going on. Like, why do you want to be an actress? No, like, why do you care about this? Right? No, it's definitely like I understand her her motivation and her energy to like be the best in business, the best in influencing, the best in fashion. Like, I get it. This is so random and like she doesn't need Hollywood. And I feel it's like just, all this time they always would be like, you know, when people like would trash the show, they uh, they would be like, you know, well, we're not actresses. We're not winning any Oscars here. And it's like, and now that's what you want to be? No, it's a good point. I just, I don't get it. I feel like. Yeah. It's random. Yeah. But, you know, I love a female driven comedy when it's done well. So I'm open minded. I don't know, female-driven comedy gives, like, cringe energy, but we'll have to see. It does, but it could, you know, in theory, be good. It could. Like, a female-driven comedy is, like, Bridesmaids. Like, one of the funniest, best movies probably ever made for women, by women, for everyone. But, like, female-driven comedy, like, sounds like a flop. No, but, like, think about, like, uh, Amy Schumer, like, Trainwreck, or... Yeah, no, that's, like, that's the good, like, yeah, the so best it, of the best. When it's good, it's good. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm open-minded. What do you think is a better movie, Trainwreck or I Feel Pretty? So tough. I I feel like Trainwreck. Like for sure, but not enough people talk about I Feel Pretty. Like I, I felt, agree. I, I watched out of that movie and was like, I feel so like seen. Like I laughed, but I also felt like. Empowered. Empowered and like this was a film like literally about me. No, it actually was. No, I know. Like I felt, I never felt my, saw myself, felt myself so like literally represented in a movie. Yeah. It was really good. But I agree. Trainwreck is better. So good luck, Kim. And our fifth and final story is a little more acting news. Okay. 
Meghan Markle uh, commented on the Suits resurgence. She says it's yes. wild that Suits is breaking streaming records four years after it ended. I can't believe Meghan Markle like went to an event. You yeah, know, like- she went. Well, she went to the Power of Women variety event. So if she's going to go to any event, like that sounds like one she would go to. Yeah. And uh, she was asked about the show, you know, breaking whatever it did. I'm 45 billion minutes like, stream. Too tired. Yeah. to come up with the recaps the facts she said isn't that wild she said although she admitted to having no idea why it's had a resurgence she remembered filming the show with joy quote it was great to work on such a great cast and crew we had a really fun time i was on it for seven seasons so quite a bit but it's hard to find a show you can binge watch that many episodes these days so many maybe that so that could have had something to do with it but good shows are everlasting yeah no she's right like it's built to binge it's like seven seasons, maybe even nine, actually. 20 episodes. They don't make that like that anymore. It's 30-minute shows that are 10 episodes a season. Like, right. So it's a really bingeable show. It's a good show. And, of course, like the cultural relevance of Meghan Markle is an important factor in it as well. But I watched this interview. It's so crazy to see her just like out and about like like just being like she was she walked right past the entertainment tonight girl and the entertainment tonight girl like asked the question about suits and she like wanted to answer it so she walked back and was like here's what I think and she was seemed really um like excited about the fact that everybody was watching it like she like she has wanted to address this oh good and she found her opportunity good I'm glad she enjoyed like it's a win for everyone people liked watching it yeah. Like watching her. She liked that for them. She wore a neutral tone dress, which I feel like is so her aesthetic. She never like really steps out of like her kind of like what I'm wearing today. Like very coastal grand, neutral tones, very Jenny Kane, Nancy Myers. Yeah, she looked great. She looked great. Harry was not there. I don't think so. I didn't see him in the pictures or anything. Plus it was power of women. Oh yeah. I'm just like so over him. I, I like love when she leaves the house without him. Like leave him at home. He seems like so Miz. <laughs> I feel like she's like this ray of right, light. But, like, like that's why she has to like get him out of the house. I know, but it's like enough already. She like, th- like they said, I mean, Markle sparkle. Like that totally comes through every time I watch an interview. Like she definitely is this like joyous ray of light. And I feel like he's just this miserable fuck. Like I know, but like she's his wife. Like she has to like try and, you know, cheer, and you know what? cheer there, him up. There is, Therein lies the issue. Like, I just, honestly, like, you don't I'm think so she should him. be his wife anymore. I'm just over him, like, for real. Like, I, I, I really don't like him. Okay, but do you think that she should still be his wife? Like, technically, I would say yes. But I just love when she steps out without him. Like, I need her to go to, like, more girl like dinners. Like, yeah, I need her to, like, go out with Beyonce and Serena Williams. Like, I need her to, like, do more on her own. Because I really do, and I genuinely believe this. Like, I do believe he brings her down. Yeah, but they could also like do couple things together. Like, no, I'm not interested. I also feel but, like, like she, so much. She like they they moved to like her country. No, and- no and he, like let's be real now. Like he fucked up that whole thing. Like I think a lot. Like a lot of her misery. I do believe. Like my takeaway from that documentary was his fault. Her misery in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know what you put me through that bitch. We're moving to LA. Right. Right. No, but I think they're moving to LA and like quitting the family and all that was like his way of like overcorrecting for initially like not giving her the tools that she for needed sure. when she was there. She, no. So what you're saying is like she's indebted to him and fine, but like no, she's not got, that she's indebted. She's got to shake him. She's <laughs> got to shake that miserable fuck. If she just like left him, no, I don't think she can leave him. But I think she really needs to start like being like a gal about town alone. It seems like this week she has the same idea. She was yeah, like, spotted like, it's a couple paparazzi, paparazzi pics and like random places where like, you know, the paparazzi weren't like just lurking. Yeah. So I feel like she's decided to put herself out there. 
Yeah, she, she she's wallowed with him. I just feel like he's like a miserable person. I feel like she wallowed with him like enough. I miss my family. Like, fuck off. And now like she can fly. That's really how I feel. Okay. I, yeah, I feel like they're in like an, a different stage now. Like, I don't know what's next for them. But she was also postpartum for a while. So like, I understand her being like low key for the last couple of years. No, yeah, she's back in the game. Right. And I need to see like weekly sightings alone. <laughs> I agree with weekly sightings. They don't have to be alone, but they alone no, they do. No, they really do. Also, the crowd is out. Only like the first. The first half of it. And then the rest comes out in December. I think I'll just wait. Oh, for sure. I oh, heard we they should, were amazing. We should watch on our trip. Yes, I meant to call you over the weekend and tell you that to add it to our list. Okay, good, because I won't have time to watch it um, before then anyway, so. Perfect. So those were the Fast Five. Those were pretty good. Yeah, you needed to know them. That's what's going on in Hurleywood. 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 And that is our show for today. We're back tomorrow. Reminder that our merch is now available for a limited time. Our Wenchmas Christmas collection is available at shoptoastmerch.com. Uh, all sizes are available for a limited time. Make sure to get your orders in. We'll be closing the shop probably tomorrow or Wednesday to make sure everybody can get their orders as, as soon as possible. So thank you so much for listening to the Toast and Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a video thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I already cast box, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us the Toast and Five Stories. You better beautiful stunning and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day and we will see you tomorrow. Love ya. Bye.